Hi, and welcome to the Spencer Lodge podcast. Today I am interviewing, well, I'm not really interviewing, I think I'm being put under some kind of punishment or some kind of experience being made to do something that I don't want to do. Okay, but I'm spending the afternoon with Farhad Azizi from Azizi Developments, and we're going skydiving. That's what we're doing today. And the reason that we're doing it is that it was a chance for me to get to know Farhad a bit better, but also for you to get to know the CEO of a big organization that typically you would sometimes feel that it wasn't so accessible and realize what kind of person he is and what kind of life he lives and how he approaches life. And I think you're gonna enjoy this one. So uh, why don't we cue the music and get stuck in. Why are we sat at Skydive Dubai on a Thursday afternoon at three o'clock? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I would pick this and then do over day-to-day -day work. Are you an adrenaline junkie? I'm not, but I like this. This is something I've never done. So I'm very curious and I, uh, I'm pretty fascinated on how crowded it is here. There's yeah. so many people wanting to participate in this because I was under the impression it will be quite empty and we're just going to hop on. <laughs> hey, not many people would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So seeing the whole crowd is pretty impressive. So skydiving for you is something you've not done before. Like you were telling me earlier on when we were chatting that you did the bull run in Pamplona. Yes, I did that. What? That, the... that was... <laughs> you are an adrenaline junkie. Well, I, I did it. It was my brother's idea and I really liked it and and i was i'm very happy I, i've done it although it's, it's it's quite risky i think it's probably more there's <laughs> more risk involved in this because the the, the bulls you you don't have any safety or anything on and you have to just uh, people get hurt yeah people get hurt really bad and uh, once you do the, the whole run then you get into this arena and they close the doors of the arena and all these 10 or 12 bulls are in and and if you, it's a locked area. It's I locked, thought it was the street. No, it's a street. The street ends into an arena. Ah, they go up the street and then in the, the arena. The, 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 the street is probably two kilometers run or three. And then you get into an arena with all the bulls inside and the bulls just run after you. So, How many bulls? Tell me. It's eight to 12 bulls and the bulls change. So there's, there's a couple of bulls, they get tired, they get a break. But the people inside, they don't get breaks. How many people are <laughs> inside though? It's like two, three hundred. Two, three hundred are inside bulls. into the arena, and the bulls are are, are basically there's, there's there's quite a bit of bulls and, and too many people, so it's it, there's one or two that get hurt quite a bit, but 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 there are people that help you with, with things. Like what? It's, they teach you how to run faster. No, not really. Like 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 there's some that there's, there's, some, the there's some that have a little bit more experience. There isn't the place to hide, so you, so some people would try would get too scared and they would jump on the fence, and then there are people with whips. They'll, they'll whip you away. Whip the people away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the bulls? Yes, yes. And my brother was with me. He got, he got whipped on, on this finger and he was bleeding. It's a, it's a very hardcore, natural experience. It's no, no, no joking. So are you into kind of like fast cars and fast paced things? I love cars. Not necessarily fast. No, but all kind of cars. I love cars. I, I love anything with a motor inside it. What kind of car do you drive? It varies. That's another problem I have. My car changes all the time. Like, I, you I get bored I, had, of them. I had, I, I, I get a bit bored, and I get, I get too uh, carried away with getting a new car with the new technology and all that. So, I've, I've had almost 
I have many types of cars and I, and I, and I, I lost quite a bit of money on them. But selling them back is very difficult, especially you with some always, of these. You always lose money on cars. I mate. know. It's just that, and, and it's every it's, time I used to do it, I'd go back into the car dealership and I'd be like, yeah, I've had it for like six months, you know, thinking I might have lost a few percent. And then it's, it's <laughs> easily 20, 30 percent. Yeah. Yes. And especially those, like if it's, if it's a very special car, then you lose even more. So I, I like cars, but now I'm a bit more careful. My, my wife has uh, limits now. She says, you know, you can't do this. You can change your car every two years or every three, but not so often. But I love fast, fast cars. So, so who's the boss at home then? Is your wife the boss at home? Well, we, it depends, right? Depends on what it is. So there's a lot of things she's the boss. There's a lot of things I am, but but we, we have a very good mutual respect. We have two kids, so we do a lot of things for the kids now. Yeah. I have a boy and a girl. And when it comes to our plans in life, it's always the kids now. The type of car we get, the holidays we get, or the furniture we buy, or anything we do, it's all about the kids. And, and the kids are young, so we really can't, you know, like even today, I didn't tell her that I'm coming on this because she might cancel it on me. Really? <laughs> So when it comes to safety, I have to be, she's the boss when it comes to safety, obviously. Uh, I think this is a very safe activity, but, but, you didn't, tell but I didn't tell her, I didn't tell her. <laughs> Just like I, I was very excited about doing a motorcycle uh, license and all that. Uh, uh, I, I would go practice, I got my license and I told her I, I have the license and she was, she was uh, surprised, but she didn't let me get a motorcycle. You, uh, she, she said, you, you got the license, but you cannot ride. You're joking. That's yeah. exactly what happened to me. Really? <laughs> I, I went to the UK, I did a crash course for a week, got my motorbike license, came back, ready to buy a motorbike. Yeah. And my wife was like, what, you, no. no well, yeah, you can't really. I'm like, yeah, but got a Friday morning early, there's a group of guys that ride. Yeah, I tried that, it didn't work. She, so she eventually she said, you can get one of those tri, uh, what do you call it, tricycles? Tricycles, the, yeah. yeah, tricycles, but I didn't want to get those. those I'd rather get a bicycle there. Yeah. So. So, so you wouldn't let, so, and were you going to yeah, get like a Harley or like a, a fast bike? Well, Harley, well, I was I was thinking of a Harley, a big one, not a very crazy loud one, but I was open to anything actually. I, I was told for your first one, you have to be a bit careful, get a lighter one and all that, and then as you get experience and all that. But all those uh, dreams are vanished. <laughs> they are, they, what, what kind of life do you live then? Because obviously you're, you're the you're the boss of a big company and you're a successful guy from a successful family too. And a lot of people would be forgiven for imagining that you led, led a very privileged life. And when I look at my wife, I think she led a privileged life as well. And then I think about my kids and I just wanted to ask you about your kids. Do you, do you want them to grow up understanding importantly the value of exactly. money, the value of ethics? Do you find it hard to teach them because you've been lucky yourself? Or do you think that you've got a uh, either a hard and fast set of rules around the kids, or how, how do you bring them up? I, I think I think it, it's, it's I, we, we live a, we live a good life, obviously, but it's a it's a very simple life as well, and we we have made it even more simpler for when when we start to have kids because you you cannot have kids who are raised in an environment where things are too simple and easy, and they're they're all spoiled with with a lot of these. Uh, facilities of life you know we do, Dubai is a great city and has it makes it even easier right so with the driver and the housemate and nannies and so many so many of those things it, it could get really challenging for them if they have problems later on in life and they and they wouldn't stand on their two feet so that's that's one of our biggest worries as, 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 as parents um, and uh, I, I see that 
my my parents uh, we were seven siblings my parents always also were very careful when it came to especially my mom she didn't want us to be all very you know spoiled with money and this and that. so if my dad could could afford that nice you know, bicycle we didn't we we're not we we're not spoiled with those things or a nice car or a nice um so you were taught the value so so when i so yeah very much so when i was in the university in, in back in the states I, I i lived in the dorm um, I, I wanted to live in a nice apartment outside the university and have this and have that, but he said, no, no, I, you can't. So, so, so the, the value of, of money was, was, a, was, was, has always been a big topic in our house. Uh, it's kind of always easy to want to give your kids the best things, isn't it? It's easy to want to provide nice things, nice yeah, experiences and, and everything, and but there has to be that balance. The balance is very important. I, I, I have seen other families who, who struggle, who's struggling a lot because their kids are too small. They go, they go to college, for example, they're on their own and they have a little problem and they, they cry about it. It's, 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 you see that, that it's, it's all because they were too pampered and the parents cannot be there for them all the time, especially when parents age, they really cannot take care of a 30 year old man anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I find it interesting looking, you know, because I have this comparison. I come from a working class background. You know, my, my dad went bankrupt when I was seven years old. Okay. So he'd worked hard to achieve something. Then my dad went bust. And then from going bust, he had to start again and start build. Again, yeah. and, and at seven years old, uh, I was starting to work out what was going on. And as I went in kind of like my early part of my teens, he was, he was still on the building phase. When I met my wife, Anna, she just had a very privileged life. She's never had a job interview. She's always worked for dad's company, been sent around the world and learned different languages at the different offices around the world and always had whatever she wanted. I remember when I was a kid, saving up and buying my first pair of sneakers, my Nike Air Max. And I think there was something like back then, 30 or 40 pounds. But back then, that was a lot of money to yeah. me. And I remember saving up the money. I had a job on a Saturday morning on a market stall. I, I, I cut people's lawns, I washed people's cars. I delivered newspapers in the mornings and saved up that money and I bought them. And I remember leaving the shop with them in the box and like... Very happy to have those. Oh man, it was amazing. And I remember I took them, I kept that box for ages. And I always put them back, I had a toothbrush to clean them with. I always put them back in the box. And so I know what it's like to have to save yeah. and, and value something because I had to do it myself. I mean, this is back in the eighties. You know, I, I, I have a friend in Germany. She, she tells me that she's so worried that her kids would not have dreams to do that, like to get to to, pair, to to save money and buy a sneaker, or to save money and do something, and she says everything that my kids need and I and I provide them, then what are they going to look out for? What are they? What is? What is that they're going to look out for? Maybe you know, maybe an experience. But then there is so many things that you, that that if, if money keeps on buying it, then 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 you sort of could could reach to a point where you are sort of lonely and isolated and depressed maybe. And, and it's, it's very important to, as, as a parent to know, the, the, the kids are too young to, to, to yeah. realize this. And so, so the parents who think that they're very generous with their kids <laughs> are not necessarily- Doing them any favors. Doing, no, they're yeah, not doing yeah, yeah. A lot, too many favors. I, I think they, they're not forecasting on how bad it could get. So whether it was myself or all my other siblings, my, my, my two sisters, for example, one of them is a dentist, the other is a medical, doctor they both work yeah and they have like 
lengthy work hours, 12 hours at a hospital in London. One of my sisters, she's in London in the emergency and she has... All the doctors work long hours she, there. She yeah. works for the H, uh, NHS and, 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 and the working hours are, are pretty tough. So just like all the, everybody else, she's doing the same thing. And, and I, I, every time I see her do, doing that and, and, and working so hard to be successful in her career, and that makes me very proud that she's not spoiled with it. She's not doing it for the money. She's doing it like, you know, she wants to be she's something. She's got purpose, she, yes, yes, passion, yeah. Yes, exactly. Tell me, what do you, when you think about Dubai, is Dubai good for kids? Very much so. I mean, I, I, I think Dubai is definitely one of the best places to raise family, uh, to, to have kids. Why is that? There's, there's too, too many, the, the list is very long, but, but the, the biggest I'll put at the top is safety. Safety, number one. The, uh, the variety of school. My, my kids go to the Swiss International. Mm -hmm. they, they, they learn German and English simultaneously. They could go to German school or French school or, or British school and American school. So that, that, that the education is good, safety is good. And then there's a lot of, there's, it makes it very, how do I say? There's a lot of things restricted, which are good, and kids don't need to have that access to it. So the list goes on of how many things are restricted. I'd rather have my kids not have the access to it. So it's, res it's restricted as a whole for the whole community. And I think that helps the kids in, the, in that form. I think that living in Dubai for kids going back 15 years, the only communities I ever used to see were kind of like a compound community. Yeah. Other than that, it was like freestanding houses in the whole kind of Umsakim, Jumeirah area with yeah. big walls around them, Yes. Which doesn't... That has doesn't, changed a lot. I know, I know That's it has changed, changed yes. yeah. Now and it's communities everywhere. Now it's communities, yeah. Yes. People, people live in communities, the kids ride the bike up the street and the yes. kids play at the communal swimming yes, pool. Yes, yes, they're gated kind of, and yeah, safe. Yeah, that kind of stuff. And I think that, that creates... A good social environment. Uh, yeah. Because that's something that's been missing in Dubai for a while. It's still not as robust because you have such a huge population of of so many expats from so many different nationalities and for people it takes time to get to know the whole of somebody with a, with a different language and culture and stuff, culture yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. so so you end up t tending to 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 hook around your your own uh, type of people and all that so that's been something that that, that that a lot of people had complained in the past that okay you know lifestyle in Dubai could be a bit uh, so is it with those communities that exist when you think about your uh, like a, a day in the life for you park, park work for a minute here mm -hmm. you're a dad you've got two kids are you the guy that goes home grabs the kids gets involved yeah, and so very does much. traditional dad stuff so i leave at work sharp at six you leave on the dot at 6 p.m at the end of the 6 day 6 p.m 5 30 6 p.m if i have if i have work at days maybe once a week i stay a bit late yeah but the rest of the days i leave early i uh, I, I i go home and then I let the kids decide. So, so they want to go to the playground. I take them, um, put very comfortable clothes on, so I can run with them, you know, wrestle with them, or, 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 or you know, take the bicycle, go out. So it's the weather is very good now. So we do a lot of outside activities. Mm -hmm. In summer, then we do a lot of indoor activities. But in, in this in this type of environment, we're outside. I, I live in a community where there's a lot of green area. So we we just run around and play football. Do you cook? Not much. I'd love to learn how to cook, but I, <laughs> I, I've been reading books about it. And I want to take a class. So my, my daughter is only six and a half. And she, she's interested. I'm interested. She wants to 
There's, a place, there's places you can go here where you can go as a family and learn to cook yes, as a family yes, yes, yes. and spend the evening and have a chef teach you. Yeah. And I've done that before with my family. Okay. And it's fabulous because you'll get you'll get instructions, you know, you've got the chef teaching you, but you're all doing it together and get stuck I, in. I, I, I think that's a very good activity, but I'm not, I, I, I haven't had a chance to do it. Um, and do you read the bedtime stories? I do. Yeah. I do. I do. I, I've been reading a lot of riddles now. My, my, <laughs> my, my, my daughter wants to, to hear the riddles and my son, he wants to listen to certain music and then he falls asleep. So, so it's, we switch roles. Sometimes my wife takes the, the, the son, three-year-old, and I take the, the, my daughter, what Mina. You, what are your kids' names? Mina is my daughter and Aryan, my son. And so who's more like you? I think, I think they're both, but I, I think my son is more like me. Uh, he's he's only you three, that but kind of he, hope that you're hoping, aren't you? No, I'm not hoping. He's he's very much my my daughter is very much like my wife. Okay. Uh, but she's very close to me, and my son, and the way the way he, he he's very how do I say he's 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 not as he's quieter and and patient. I I think I'm very patient, and he he's quite patient. He's very patient, very calm. He doesn't he listens, uh, and my 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 other kid, she she she's uh, she's more like she wants to lead things. She doesn't care what you want. She does what she thinks is right. And and my wife is a lot like that, which I which I respect a lot. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to my son, he's more of this loyal, obedient, and wanting to 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 be within the the right limits of the, the rules and stuff. So he he. And do they get on well with they get on well with the grandparents? Do they see much of the grandparents? Yeah, we live near. We, we live close. So okay. so so we live in Emirates Hills. Both both my my parents and uh, uh, and myself. Uh, and then the other, my parent-in-laws are, are in Frankfurt, in Germany. So every summer, summer holidays, they're in Germany. And then the rest of the time we're here. Uh, and it's only two kilometers drive. Your dad built an empire over many, many years. And I think that there'd be an image of your dad as a businessman. And maybe not so much of an image as, as a grandfather. But I'm sure he's a, he's a lot of fun with the kids, isn't he? He is, he is, but he's... <laughs> He's quite busy all the time, right? So when he's at home, he's still in his working mode. <laughs> and the kids are not very, uh, you know, they, they get a bit like nervous that, you know, he's maybe busy with his meeting, with his phone calls and stuff. So, but when he gets his moments, he becomes really childish with them. <laughs> so he, he tries. And, and I think I think for somebody who has not done it for so long, it, it starts to look a bit uh, strange. And, and, and he, he, he needs to practice much more because the, all, all his grandkids are still too young. Yeah, the oldest is my daughter. How many grandkids has he got? He got five. He's got five already. Yeah, There'll got, be more, won't there? There's yeah, going to be more yeah, for sure. There's seven kids. There's going to be more yeah, in yeah, time. Yeah. That's interesting. And do you think he'll ever retire? Do you think it's in his DNA uh, or is he, one of these He guys? says he wants to, but I think he will not. Not possible. It's, it's difficult for him to retire, and I think, I think his 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 bread and butter is work. He feels comfortable working. I think he, he should do that if, if he if he really enjoys it, right? So I know people who are very 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 much very old, but they still go to work every day just because he got into the habit. Mm. And I think he has that habit. Although he he talks about retiring and doing this and doing that. But the things he says are things that he never really have done in the past. So then I, I'm like, I, I don't think you're going to pick up new habits yeah. and new hobbies at this age. How old is he now? He's 58. Okay. Yeah. So 
you've got this guy, he's a worker. It's like addicted, to, like being addicted to sugar, isn't it? Some people with their careers, it's like uh, he, they can't function without it. Uh, he's, uh, he's a very interesting person. I, I learn a lot from him. He, one, of, one of the biggest thing I, I, I think he has, and a lot of people I see don't have it as much as he does. He has a lot of courage of taking his risk appetite is, is pretty good and his calculations are pretty good. So he, he doesn't, he doesn't get, you know, if I would have told him, let's do skydiving today, he would be, he would be like, okay, <laughs> let's, 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 let's do it. Why not? He, he doesn't, he, he, he doesn't, what do I say? He doesn't contemplate a lot and, and, and complain that he, he's not wishy, 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 washy at all. He's black, white, that's it. And I, I like that though. Yeah. He's, like he's always that. like that. He's not somebody who goes and talks a lot like myself. <laughs> <laughs> he's more like, you know, he's quite an introvert and um, and he does his uh, his thing. He he he's, he's very um, fully introvert, I think. He's very quiet. He does a lot of thinking and less talking. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. I, I, I think I think that's something I, I, I appreciate, actually. Now, you and I have uh, had two episodes and this is the third episode yeah. of the podcast of the film first and of it's all a bit different this time. very different yeah first one was kind of like formal second one was uh, out in your car looking at the sites as well wasn't it you remember we yes, were looking yeah. around there and then we caught up at the ex i was really impressed when i saw you at the what's it called what's the property exhibition called the Whereas, what's that property cityscape cityscape when i saw yeah, you yeah. City, and your dad both there on the stand i was really impressed with that to see that the people that own the business were down sat there on the stand interacting with clients and brokers and stuff it was really cool i think i think it's such a great event um, yeah it happens every year and but i just thought it because I, I i'd not seen that from developers sometimes they pop in the the, the ceos but to see you there and i was watching no we're there every year yeah, yeah it's good to see yeah and on the on this episode it was i really wanted to learn about you rather than you the businessman like that you the guy and so obviously tizzy and your pr guy and i had a chat on the phone and he's like what do you want to do and i'm like i don't know let's just think of ideas why don't we go sit with a sandwich on a park bench and get to know each other and he said yeah okay that's a good idea and then he sends me a message a couple of weeks ago and it's like right okay my head wants to go skydiving he gave me the options <laughs> <laughs> so i i felt like i have to pick the most extreme <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I am. I'm happy I did that. Does that mean that we've got? Uh, and I hope not, but I hope so. Can we have? Is the fourth episode going to be more extreme? <laughs> uh, he was proposing fishing. I think that's good too. Deep sea fishing early in the yeah. morning. That's a nice thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Do, you, do you do fishing? Do you like fishing? I haven't done much, but I could. It's a nice thing to do early yeah. in the morning. And then I, I suggested doing the zip line. That's a good idea as well. Okay, do stuff like that because yeah. Dubai has so much to offer, doesn't it? There's so, so much. much There's so much. And, and we as residents here, we sometimes take it for granted or don't think about it a lot. And then we hear some tourists who have oh. come here and they have done skydiving and zip lines and this and that. And, and, and it's not just Dubai, Russell Khaimah, Abu Dhabi. It's, it's a lot of the, the whole Emirates now has so much to offer. Have you seen the zip line in Russell Khaimah? No, I haven't. You out there? No, no. It's the longest zip line in the world and the fastest zip line in the world. Okay. And, and guess where I was this weekend though? Not not in Rasul Khaimah, but in Abu Dhabi, in Sar Yas Bin Island. Uh, Sar Bani Yas Island. Yes. Yeah, that's where the animals are. The animals. <laughs> I, 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 it's not like anywhere, anywhere else. Stunning, like yeah. Emirates. It's, it's like there's, there's, there's animals all over. Halfway and, to Saudi. Yeah, yeah, it's halfway to Saudi. Is, but, yeah. but, but, but when it comes to the UAE and seeing how many activities are available, I was, it's like being half, it's like being in Maldives and also on a safari in Africa. Wow. Yeah, it's just like that. Totally. 
And it's funny how we live in these places and we just don't get stuck in and we don't get involved. We get into- It's 344 kilometers away. But you can go by the seaplane. No, I, I drove. You but drove. then But then when you reach Abu Dhabi, the highway is 160 kilometers per hour. Oh, really? Yeah, so it was like, the, like it was the German Autobahn, <laughs> like, sort of. You you drive, you get there very, very quick. quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you, if you look how much is available and I'm glad we, we're meeting in a place like this. This is one of the really cool things that's happening in the Dubai. There's a lot that the people, you know, living in Dubai, sometimes they, they just get so caught up with their work and they forget that how, much, how many activities are there for kids or grown-ups or for everybody else, sports-wise or cultural. I think a lot of people come here on vacation and want to buy property. They want to buy like a, a pied-à-terre or they want to buy um, somewhere, think about coming to live here and stuff. And I think that they've been seduced by Dubai in such a fabulous way by all the stuff that's out there on the media that exactly. they see that. I just think a lot of the time we just lot, get back. You know, the, the, and that's the, like because they, they see all this, we had people that were tourists, they, they fall in love with the city and then they book a home. They buy a home just as a, as a home for visiting. It's because they think they will visit so often. So they buy an apartment instead or, 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 or a property, furnish yeah. it, and then it's, you know, they, they would use it again. And again. So they, they have, it's, it's usually their second or third visit and they're so excited. They put down their credit card, down payment, they look, book me a property. Maybe with all the developments that you sell, when you sell them off plan, maybe you should throw in a free skydive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many takers you'd get on that. <laughs> you, get the, good idea. You, get, you get the keys and you get a skydive. <laughs> It's hey, a great facility not? though, isn't it? I mean, looking around here, these guys that are packing up these these um, parachutes over and over and like, doing such a fantastic job. And it looks such a complicated thing to do as well, doesn't it? But um, I bet we've got to rely, every, we are relying completely, completely on what I, what I'm hoping they, 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 they would, they would uh, put us on one that's the best and the <laughs> nicest and the biggest. I, 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 I hope they're all the best. But, um, yeah, they have they have an incredibly good safety record here as well. Yeah. So. No, I I know I know I know a lot of people have been skydiving in this facility and phenomenal. The, 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 the records are very good. But what's more interesting, and you can see it on the screen there, is the view of the palm. We have a project there, so I could see my project. Mega, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah see down on the palm like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that video is a bit old actually because a lot of the development's not done. And you got a, a building on? The yeah, palm. we have two. Two. Yeah, one is delivered. The other is being delivered in. Uh, March on the Crescent on the Crescent yes on the on the Crescent on the Anantara side in the Waldorf Astoria that between those two so is it apartments hotel what is it it's hotel apartments hotel apartment. so it's apartments though you live like a normal resident and you can have one you can buy it so it's not it's not really a hotel where it's a hotel room it's people a, must have amazing views living yes there. they have they have the beach access um, they have the, the sea view and they have the, the, the beach access and the beach view so it's pretty wow. cool really cool and it's named after my daughter Mina. Is it? Yeah. Oh, how lovely is that? Yeah, that was my dad's idea. That's really lovely. Yeah. Right. Should we get this done? I'm ready. Right. We'll see you up there. Ah! <laughs> I can't even have a normal conversation with you now. You just jumped out of an aeroplane. <laughs> well, you did too as well. How was that? Tell Amazing. us how, that, how does that feel? What's that experience? People haven't done this and there's people that are terrified of this kind of stuff. Okay, it's your first time doing it. T tell me what it feels like. What was the sensation? So as, as the plane started going up and up and up, right? I was hoping that it would be not so high, but, but the more we went, I was a bit, I was a bit nervous. I was anxious and I, 
and I was going first. <laughs> and I was making sure that, that my instructor has, has, has hooked me up pretty well. He was very good, very professional. So I, I, I had those worries in the back of my head, but, but once, once the drawer was open, I, I, I think all that went, all that, I, that the worry and, and, and went away and I was, I was actually having, having a better comfort level when the door was open and I knew that I'm going to do it anyways. And, and the first few so seconds when, the door when you, open, you felt okay. Yeah, I felt okay. It's, I think it's, 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 that, it's, the, it's that moment where you're getting ready. I, I, I noticed that I'm more yeah, freaking out. Yeah. But, but when, you, when the door opened and I was going to do it anyways, then I was, I was fine. I was totally comfortable. And, and when the jump happened, that the moment which is supposed to be the scariest, actually, I was, I was enjoying it more, the free fall. Uh, I, I love the whole, the whole yeah. part of it, the whole part. So you had a guy that spent a lot of time teaching you down on the ground. Yeah, he was very good. And, yeah. then, and then you got up there and, uh, yeah. So, so did he give you a chance to control the parachute? Yes, well? I did. How I did, did that I, feel? Did that, you I, I, I liked it. I liked it. We, we, we did a few small twists as well. And it was, it was pretty good. But I, I did control it. And, uh, I, I, and we, had a, we, had a, we had something he was calling the, the, the zero gravity thing as well. So we did that a couple of times. That was pretty good. Where you felt like... Okay, no he stopped you, yeah, yeah, he, he stopped. and you literally stopped in yes, the air. Yes, you stopped in the air. That was pretty good. Where yeah, that was good, yeah. I, I, I had a look at the whole Dubai, <laughs> see our projects there on, on the Palm. Oh, the Mina project, that, yeah. yeah I, was, I was like, that's our project there. And the, for John was visible. The whole, the whole city yeah. pretty much very visible. Oh, the view is amazing, isn't it? The view is amazing. Yeah. The, what and you can see from up there on a clear day like the, we did The now. marina looks so amazing, so beautiful. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very... There's, there's so much I was as I was I was as I was coming down I was noticing that so much has been built so much so many of these beautiful towers you look yeah. at the marina you look at the palm and then you can see the Burj Khalifa I was looking at the whole city I mean being in real estate my, my eyes are very attached to buildings and properties yeah. in real estate so I, I was I was looking at all that and thinking wow there's a lot of work that has happened in the city an amazing view coming. Yeah, great for coming up there. Did you have you called your wife yet to tell her you've done it? No. <laughs> <laughs> she she just texted me. She said, "Where where, where are you? you? <laughs> Why aren't you checking your WhatsApp?" <laughs> so I, I I told her it's a long story. <laughs> Let me come back and I'll tell you. I didn't tell her yet. And so as we had somebody else with us, Tizian, who yes. works with you. Now was it was it a, a punishment or was it a reward <laughs> to come and do a skydive today? I think, I think <laughs> it, was, it, was a mix, it was a mix of both, but at the end, I'm sure he, he's very happy with the experience. It was my first time and I, I, I wanted somebody else to, to come on board. So, he, so I, I, I was open to having more of our colleagues come and, and, and join, but... Imagine doing incentives like that at work though, for people that do well at it and give yeah, them a chance. But, but then the question is, is this a punishment or is this... <laughs> a, like, like it's, when you do it, it's really amazing. It's really nice. But the, but that time where the the weeks or the days ahead you're thinking about it, it's yeah. a lot of a lot of worries, especially if it's your first time. Yeah. I think for my next time I'll be fully only excited about it. But it's it's the worry of the the unknown. Will I die? It's the unknown. Yeah, it's the unknown. Will I die? What will happen? What if things don't? What if things go wrong? What if that? What if that? It's the what ifs. And these guys, these guys are doing these jumps eight or nine yeah. times a day, and it's just like. It's like, it's like walking into the office and so getting my, in. Yeah, my instructor was like, welcome to my office when we're in yeah. there. <laughs> He's like, this is where I am basically 10. He said, I do 10 to 12 jumps a day. Crazy. Every day. Every single day. Every That's day. your life. It's funny, isn't it? So just before we finish, 
First of all, thank you so much for allowing me to come and do this with you and share some time with you and get to know I'm you well better. Well, we're doing it. It's been good fun. Every time I meet you, I enjoy your company. So thank you for that. But also, when it comes to looking forward as we go through into 2020 and look what's going on with you and your planning for the rest of the year, do, do as easy customers have good things to look forward to? Is there optimism it's, in the air? We, we are very optimistic. We, we are very, actually internally, we are very busy with delivering the projects that have been sold back in 2018 and 19 and 17. Those are now at the completion stages. So 20 and 21, extremely busy with deliveries. Deliveries. Just last week we had one building delivered in Forjan. This month we have another. Every month of this year, there is a delivery of one or two buildings. So that's, that's how many buildings are being delivered. Fantastic. And, and those are properties that were sold at the back. Uh, back back, back a, few, a, few, a couple of years back, you know, some one, some two years. What's happening with new projects is we are more, we, we're more cautious as into launching projects where the demand is, is there for, and we, we avoid launching, you know, a lot of luxurious properties and all that. We, we're focusing more on uh, the right location, is it have, does it have the right returns, right sizes, areas that are more developed. So yeah. definitely focus on uh, Maidan, focus on Al-Furjan, uh, Healthcare City. Those three areas are, are our pretty big focus. And I think um, uh, we Expo 2020 is going to uh, uh, bring a lot of uh, visitors here. Obviously, 25 million visitors expected. Excitement and enthusiasm a lot and of positivity, excitement. yeah. I mean, we, we, we are very realistic. We know the dollar is strong, doesn't help. We know the 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 whole sometimes the, the, the I mean the 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 oil price doesn't help uh, the uh, some of the regional talks about the, those things don't really help. So like like if you look at and also the oversupply, there's a lot of talk about the oversupply, the sentiments. Those things are really not helpful to the real estate market. But then we've been here for last now it's been 22 years. We've always seen. It's, it's a very, it's now, it's a very mature city. Mm. So it goes through, it's a very natural um, ups and downs, ups and downs. And mm. I think um, by by this summer, when when, when all those visitors and the expo is going to be very close by, I think it's going to be uh, bouncing back. It's, mm. it's already been a good January for us and a good February so far. So, so we're pretty optimistic, we're pretty excited. I'm much more excited on the delivery parts. I love delivering homes. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time, I really appreciate it. There you go, we get a chance to see behind the scenes a little bit about people that run big businesses and in particular Farhad here, running a huge organization now. But he's just like you and me, isn't he? He's a guy, a bit of an adrenaline junkie, likes to have a bit of fun, family guy, does the same things a lot of us do. Do you know what, and when we, came, when we got out of the air, landed on the ground and we got the shoots off, he said to me, why don't we do more of this? Why do we make more time for work and less time to be happy? And I think this gives us a great understanding that we're all the same, really. He's no different. And uh, hopefully you've enjoyed what we've done today. Okay, got a bit of an idea. And if you're scared of skydiving, I urge you to try it. And if you want to get to know Farhad better, then I'm sure the door is open and you can do that very easily. Thanks a lot, mate. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for your time. Okay. Hopefully you've enjoyed that episode of the Spencer Lodge podcast. What a great guy, eh? Humble, regular, normal, just all those nice things that we actually hope that people are like, okay, but we fear that maybe they're not, okay? Father, 
business guy, doesn't spend enough time enjoying himself, should spend more time enjoying himself, just like us, just like us. So if you've enjoyed that, do me a favor, please leave a comment. I would really appreciate any feedback that you could give me. Even better, if you're on iTunes on the podcast section, go in and give us a five-star rating. There's nothing that I would be more happy about than you doing that. But look out for next episodes coming up and hopefully, hopefully you've enjoyed the show.